Hi. Welcome to Wasted Takes episode two. I honestly didn't think we'd be here uh, when we pitched this a couple weeks ago. I was honestly not thinking we'd get one down. Um, but here we are, episode two, joined again by Cam, Dylan, and our foreign correspondent, Tucker, who's called in through Skype. What's going on, guys? How we doing? So How we, doing? we first want to address, last week we put down that episode. I expected five listeners, I think. We got, what, 55? 55 think, yeah, on Spotify. I mean, um, didn't see the analytics for iTunes, but big turnout. We um, are on iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, mm-hmm. both both platforms. But uh, we just wanted to first say thank you to everybody that listened. Uh, most of you, I think, know us, so that was that was really cool of you guys. Um, you know, we st- are going to strive to be better. We're going to get better production. We're going to have more interaction with everybody on our uh, Twitter and on we're on Instagram too. Ways it takes. We haven't done much with that yet, but we plan to get into it. But. Um, yeah, no, here we are. We're uh, episode two, right? Rip, roaring, ready to go. Appreciate all the feedback too, all the criticism. Oh yeah, any positive and negative, yeah. whatever you guys got to offer, uh, send it to us. So uh, I think most of the negative was directed at me. <laughs> I, yeah. Some ridiculous takes from Tucker last week, but <laughs> let's get into it. Actually, let's talk about our winners and our losers of last week. So we had some takes. I look like a genius coming straight out of the gate. I mean, the we went to the bar right after we recorded, and the Vikings lost. And Kirk Cousins threw a back-breaking interception because he's not clutch, like I said. So there's a winner. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. I'll go ahead and uh, take my L there. I was I was screaming Kirk Cousins is top five quarterback, top five in my MVP. I don't I don't I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. I went in big and I just tried to stick with it. And sometimes you just gotta admit when you're wrong, Tucker. You should you should take that advice into account. Yeah, I'm. I was also wrong on this specific take. I'll admit that. Um, another uh, winner, I guess, would be um, the Dolphins. I mean, we're gonna talk more about that, I imagine. But the Dolphins, Cam said, Dolphins by two. It almost exactly exactly ended thought, up Dolphins I by two. I thought either they were going to um, score on the last play, give them a win by two, or go for two and miss it. But um, regardless, Dolphins won by three. I'll take it. Uh, I just want to go ahead and, and point out that Trey called me a hater for that. There's proof that he's a hater, quote. And, because you, uh, because... and wait, and wait, and he said, um, pass by 70. And it's it's really, it's it hurts when I go and I look into all the statistics and analytics behind why I thought the Dolphins would win. He didn't take it into the... <laughs> that you, uh, in, the, you discussed in depth on the show. The nothing to lose factor didn't take into offense. Um, I just want an apology, really. I'm sorry that you're a hater. All right. Um, what else we got? Uh, uh, Ravens win, so Lamar take. Is that proven? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure this is just proving my point. I mean, the Ravens win without their half, without their running back, without their MVP quarterback, and without their uh, all-star tight end and two of their all-star linemen. Uh, the stud RG3 back there at center beat up on this one a top five defense in the nfl tucker i just wanted to give you a uh i i I heard from our friend mike earlier today uh who works in uh the heritage kitchen he was not pleased about uh your take um rg3 went hold on let me pull it up real quick i got 146 total yards no touchdowns one pick not great man (laughs) but uh they won to that to the i have a response for that and that's basically guess what like it's not about the yardage. It's not about the quarterback. 
It's about the system. All right. Just like when Lamar is back there, it's about the system. It's not. Lamar puts up insane QBs. numbers. No. They're system QBs, and it's fine. Like, even without – I mean, did he play without his I mean, all-star halfback and all-star tight end? Yeah. That makes a big difference when, <clears> like, I'm just a majority of their passes go to their tight end and their halfback. So, right. yeah, it was tough for him to throw the ball back there. Okay, ready? Two things. Three things, actually. One, the Ravens just start Mark Andrews, okay? They have two other tight ends, one that they dropped in the first round last year. They have three tight ends that can all play football. Two, Gus Edwards is a monster, and I've been saying this since mid midseason. Three, I don't like your take on how, as how you word it. Lamar Jackson being a system quarterback, every team in the league builds their system around their QB, right? So if you want to say Lamar Jackson's a, a system quarterback, Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, who played for the same team over the past 10-plus years, are also system quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. All right, so we can get more into this later. But, right, uh, yeah. but wait, wait, wait. I got one more. I got one more. Okay, he's got one more. Something, something, something you said earlier via text. It wasn't on air, but I thought I'd write it down and uh, bring it out. You said, I think Lamar Jackson goes 8-8. Eight and eight with an average O-line. So you're, th- you're saying the Ravens O-line is too good that he goes 8-8 eight and eight with that line. Okay, take into I'm... consideration Dak Prescott, who has had the best line in the league for three years, arguably best line in the league for three years, plus Zeke, plus he had Des Bryant, and he is consistently Jason not... Jason Witten. Jason Witten. Consistently not put up the numbers that Lamar has at all, and consistently gone 8-8 eight and eight or, like, his first season, 13-3, and lost in the playoffs. It's a good point. I mean, it's a good point. He's, he's got a no, good team. Point. All right. Well, let's jump into some of our bad All takes. Right. A lot of these were sent in from listeners. Um, the Stafford thing, people hated that we were. I hated it. I mean, I, I still think he's a Hall of Famer, so I'm not going to back off that. <laughs> uh, people were mad at you, Tucker, about several things. Uh, Lamar. Uh, the Diggs cousin duo. You at one point called the Dolphins good. While they did beat the Patriots, I don't think they're a good yeah. team. Um, that was maybe a good take. Um, but uh, for me, they. Uh, I mean, we had the fact that I had the Patriots going to the Super Bowl again. Um, uh, Seattle versus New England is maybe the most boring Super Bowl matchup. Now that I think about it, it's pretty boring. So uh, that was some of our, our losers. So, um, uh, again, send us any, any takes you hate from the show, any takes you love from the show. We'll uh, discuss them. We're not going to harp on what we did last week. It's over. It's in the past. We like that you uh, let us know. We're on a we're on a new things here. So if uh, you don't mind, I'll jump right into Let, it. Well, let's jump into our first round, boys. Let's see who's okay. buying the first round tonight. What's your wasted take, Cam? After my take last week about the Dolphins, it had me thinking that if they play so well against this number one Patriots defense, I really dove into um, – Who are the Miami Dolphins? So my take is that Ryan Fitzpatrick, no one else, brings the Dolphins to the playoffs next year, and they will consistently be 500-plus for years to come. I'll say next three, four years, five years. My my backing on this is that it's a Burrow or bust draft for the Dolphins. If they don't draft Burrow in the first round, which they're not going to, I don't think they should draft anybody. Okay. <laughs> not a single player. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. So I don't think they should drop a QB in the first round. I think 
Fitzpatrick, when you look at his numbers this year, if he plays all all 16 games, he probably goes for 4,000 yards, 30 total touchdowns, and you know that's that's top five play, that's top 10 play in the NFL. Devontae Parker is a stud. Okay, he single-handedly, first of all, should have been a Pro Bowler. Jarvis, he stole. He took the depoy away from. Uh, and I got that down yeah. right here. That's over. It's sad. Um, That's over. But he balled out and good for him. I think Preston Williams and Jacecki, they got potential. They showed it in the last couple weeks. They don't have a running game. Free agency. Let's see. What's a team that has two good running backs? One of them's up for for free agency. Chargers. Melvin Gordon. Dolphins go after Melvin Gordon. There's a hot take. Dolphins also have two first-round picks. You can go after Tua. You can go after a left-handed quarterback. Terrible idea. There's only been three good ones in the history of the NFL. Michael Vick, if you count him. I say this is what you do. Use your two first-round picks. Get an offense lineman and defense lineman. The best available. Maybe try to get Jake Fromm in the second round. I like him as a QB. Uh, make you know Get whatever QB you think is good. Get Let him learn from Fitz. The defense is terrible. Won't lie there. They had the most points given up, third most yards allowed. But they never had a consistent starting team the whole year. They only had one person on the entire team that started every game. I mean, the plan was for them to be bad. Oh, yeah. No, they got rid of people. They they, they were like, we're building from the ground up. And they are very, very young. I think the youngest, per- the oldest person on the team was 32. The next was like 30 and then 28. And they just got a lot of rookies, sophomores. And I think they're young, they're coachable, and I think Brian Flores is a great coach and is going to turn them around. Well, like you said, I, Brian Flores is a great coach, and that's exactly why my waste to take is that the Dolphins need to fire him. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight, like, there's no other way to get better, I think, in my opinion. You're saying that they're going to make the playoffs the next three years, no doubt. I said next I year think, they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're just— Do you think they'll win the East? Well, I, I was going to add that in there. Brady's not sticking around much longer, in my own personal opinion, but I didn't want to get off track with that. So I think the competition... Oh, I got you with that later, brother. <laughs> I think the competition in the East is going down. I think probably next year is looking like a wild card, but I don't doubt him winning the East. Well, I'm saying that the Dolphins are just just good enough to not make the play, or to not be like in a position to get a good pick, but just bad enough to not make the playoffs. I think Brian Flores brought the team up where they should have been way down. They lost their quarterback. They lost their running back. They lost, the, oh, I see what you're they saying. lost their best wide receiver. <laughs> they bring in a guy who's never been a head coach before. They're like, oh, we'll just lose this year and get a pick. Instead, he turns out he was winning, too good at winning, and, and learned how he to should, win in New England. Wait, okay, so and now he, I, he, I love this. I, I think that's great. You think he should be fired because he didn't lose enough games. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'd like to debate both of you on this. I th- I agree with Dylan that I don't think they're going to make the playoffs next year. I think they are going to be a lot better. If they get the, what Cam's saying, then maybe they have a, a better chance. If they get a running back. They didn't have a running back that they need a running back that went for more than 250 yards. Their best running back was a quarterback. Kenyon like Drake almost <laughs> this year, up until the end, almost went fully defeated on both teams. He was on the Dolphins yeah. before they won, and then he switched over to the uh, Cardinals, and they hadn't won for a while. Balled so, out though. I think he's going to do well there. Uh, oh yeah. Wait. I mean, we could have had a curse. If he lost every game this season, there would have been a Kenyon Drake curse, which would have been amazing. Yeah, you can't have him on your team after that. But, no. first of all, they're not getting Joe Burrow. I mean, they're not. No, no, I don't think so either. They're not. No. To address you, Dylan, do not fire Brian Flores. <laughs> Why would you do that? He took a team that is absolute trash, that was made to lose games. They were made to lose. 
and he inspired those players, and they balled out in some games. Yeah, but they were five and eleven. That they're still a top they, ten pick, top five pick. But they need they need Six? to they need Six, to I become think. like oh, damn. They need to become like. Out of what nine and seven, ten and six to make the playoffs? They got to beat the Patriots. They got to beat. I don't see that as a problem at all. They play the Bills <laughs> and the Jets, and the Patriots are whoop, going downhill. That's also true. But I'm just saying, they're not in a position right now to be good enough to make the playoffs, and I don't think they're bad enough to get good picks. So I mean, they're just kind of stuck in the middle. <laughs> I think you. I think you need yeah. to give Brian Flores two more years. Next year, they're going to be decent. Yeah. They might sneak in. I, you know what? I'm kind of coming around. They might sneak in. <laughs> okay. I, they might sneak in they're in a, you in think a crap that, wild card well, spot. The, but I, I, got I think one in. Thing to say off this. Yeah, one second. And and I think in two years they're going to be a contender if they get a quarterback. I'm not, I'm I would like to see them draft two. What do you Why think? wouldn't they draft two? Sucker, go. Awesome. Uh, I, the one thing I have to say is if the Dolphins get good and people start respecting Brian Flores, Miami's a trade destination where everyone wants that to That is be. so true. Yeah. Like, everyone will want to be in Miami. If Miami's Dude. good at football, to Miami. there's no place you'd rather play football than Miami. Odell to Miami soon. <laughs> yeah. I Confirm. mean, every big market Confirm. free agent is going to say Miami is their number one option for where they want to go. That's two weeks in the row, if you're counting, that we've put uh, Odell confirmed somewhere. Um, that's a that's a very good point, Tucker, and one of your few. Um, <laughs> but I think I think listeners can agree with that, and I didn't even think about that point, but Miami is Miami. and um, I think you got to hold on to Flores. Oh, I yeah. He's a good oh, guy. yeah. But no, I see where you're coming from. Future. That team was built to lose, no, and they he, didn't lose. He is too good I right think, now. Yes. If he came in after they got a couple picks, then great. But right now he's too good. So it's now so stupid, it's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's this podcast, Thank baby. You. That's what we're about. No one's going to listen anyway. It's fine. So I'm sure a lot of our listenership has tuned in to hear the sadness that has overcome me over the past 24 hours. Um, I am just horribly depressed. The Patriots are dead. The Patriots are dead. This is not – so my ways to take is that this game that you just watched was one of the most important games in Patriots franchise history. That loss, that gross loss to the Dolphins, and I'll tell you why. It's not because of playoff seeding. It's not because of, you know, dynasty things. It's because Brady, Thomas Brady – has just played his last regular season home game in New England. And I'll tell you why. Wow. He is a free agent at the end of the year. He didn't want to be. He asked for a two-year guaranteed deal or something like that. Not a lot of money. He didn't want a lot of money. It's about the respect to him, the respect that, you know, he's earned. Um, and they didn't give it to him because they think, they think, oh, maybe when you're 44, you'll be bad. Here's, here's the deal. He... Uh, my our friend Ben, uh, who listens to this podcast, he's a bit of a hater. He he kind of sent in a lot of bad takes, but we love you, Ben. But he told he said this to me the other night when three years ago when they traded Garoppolo, they commit to Brady. You have to commit in that instance to Brady for the rest of his career. So why is Brady going to leave? He's feel disrespected by the organization. There was the whole thing about AB. You know he needed help. He wanted help, and Kraft shut him down. Um, especially after Kraft went through all that stuff this offseason. I mean, he, he should be doing anything he can to help his team. Um, he his, his wife doesn't want to be in Boston anymore. She wants to go somewhere great. He's got a business he's growing after his career, TB12, that he needs to spread outside of Boston. What a better place than L.A. 
that's where he's going. He's going to the Chargers. He may go to the Bears. I think he's going to the Chargers for about two years. I don't know. Uh, 70 to 80 million guaranteed. It's never been about the money to him, but why not take it? Montana did it. Um, so my favorite player of all time, my literal god, the man I would die for, is leaving New England next year. What do you guys think? Yep. <laughs> I'll I'll go. I think Here's my uh, thoughts on okay. It. Sorry, Cam. I think that I've I've had this take for a while now too. I think he's going to LA. Philip Rivers crying in the press conference the other day, you know, kind of tells me he might be leaving, whether he's getting traded or just going to retire. I like Tyrod Taylor over there. Don't get me wrong. We were talking about him before, but I think no place better for Brady to go for two years. The Chargers team that are begging for a Super Bowl, man. Begging for one. Why not get Brady, the winningest quarterback of all time? There you go. I'll, and and the, the Chargers have a high pick this year. So if you get somebody like, I don't know, Herbert to just sit under Brady for a couple years, teach him a little bit about the game, you could be set up for the next 10, 10 15 years. I think it's really possible. I think the guys out in L.A., they don't have a fan base either. Remember that part. L.A. Chargers have no fan base. They've been complaining about it. How they want to go back to San Diego. Bring Tom Brady over there, win a Super Bowl. I don't know. I like that take. Tucker? My thought is, at the end of the day, this is a business. And Brady just got out-dueled by Fitzmagic. Straight up got out-dueled that You can't put game that game on Brady. I wasn't impressed with him. At the end of the day, I love Brady. He's been the Patriots through and through. But it might be time to move on oh. to the next guy. I don't hate the idea of moving on a year too early than a year too late. Oh, I hate that, Tucker. I hate that. I'm sorry. This man I built our franchise. Thinking it, but he's done more for New England than any other person on this planet. In history. But at the end of the day, this is a business. We have the best defense in the NFL right now. We should be doing better than we are. Not after last game. And I think Brady is partially to blame for how we're playing right now. I do. I honestly believe that. Dylan, anything on it? My only thing is if Brady does leave, will you become a fan of whoever team he goes to? I will root for them hard. Absolutely. I will be a Patriots Absolutely. fan first, but I will root for them hard. Hard. Do you think he goes back and retires in New England for a game Ooh, like or a something day. like that? No, I don't think Some so. NBA oh, thing. Especially if he leaves, it's going, to be, it's going to be ugly. Hello. It's going to be ugly uh, if they leave. So, um... Let me just let me just I know people want to hear me upset. So let me just go over what I had on the game. The Patriots State of the Union just real quick. I mean, like I said, they're dead. They're not winning anything. They're they'll be lucky to beat the Titans. It's ironic that I started off our first ever podcast episode with the take that uh, Tannehill sucks when he's going to come in and probably kick our butts. But um I'm very scared of him. Um I had some positives on the games, but I'm not going to talk about them cuz you don't deserve that. Um our biggest problem was drops. Sanu and Dorsett stink. They're terrible. The defense looked awful. That's not going to be enough to win you games. Brady had bad throws. Granted, I don't think you can put the game on him because he put the ball in people's hands. They didn't make plays. They dropped balls all the time. He, he did make a good pass to Rowe, though, like right to him. <laughs> that I mean, that was his bad – like I, I wrote that down after that pick. That was a horrible throw. It was a bad read. Um, you can't win if Edelman's doubled like that. He needs to play at a, in an elite level. If uh, he's doubled like that, you need to kill Hare to step up. But where was he? Where was he for the entire first quarter? On the bench. What what is up with that? Where's James White? That's your that's your cowbell. That's who you should be getting the ball to 90% of the time. Season's over, and you know what it is? It's the curse of Antonio Brown. You brought in you brought in a guy who was a bad person. You cut him. 
You should have cut him. You should have never brought him in, in the first place. I loved it. And you should have brought him back. You should have brought him back, even if he was suspended. That's my Patriots thought. I know we we got to be quick on it, but I know people wanted to hear me. I'm sad. We, the season's over. The dynasty may be over. I'm going to cry. All right, Tuck. Wasted take. All right. The Seattle Seahawks are the worst team to make the playoffs this year. That's my wasted take. I think they have two running backs that are just garbage now that Rashad Penny and Chris Carson are out. Their receiving core is weak. Their entire team is Russell Wilson. And I just don't think that's enough to win a playoff game in the NFL. I think they lose to the Eagles next week. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, maybe not the fact that they're the worst team to make the playoffs, but I think they'll lose next week. I mean, can you think of a team worse? Uh, the Titans, the Bills. I think the I think um, I think Seahawks beat the Bills. I think Seahawks beat the Texans. Yeah. I think Seahawks beat the Titans. I think Seahawks beat the Eagles. I mean, the NFC is so much better than the AFC. It's not even. <laughs> I think Seahawks beat the Vikings. So yeah, no, I think they're a lot <laughs> better. Oh, you think? Than a lot of teams. So. Yeah. No, no, I don't agree with that take at all. I think uh, Marshawn Lynch is doing exactly what he came to do. It's unfortunate they lost their running backs, but they'll figure it out. The Seahawks, they're better. I looked at his yards per carry. Wasn't it around like 2.6? And he had like one 30-yard rush in it too. So really, outside of that, Short yardage situations. Big guy. Not meant to run the ball far. <laughs> Next. I mean, I think, yeah, I think they'll lose. I think they'll lose, but I think they're – a good team, and that 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 take is based off my last week's take yeah. that I had. So I, I remember that. I don't think the Eagles are very good. No, the Eagles no. suck, but I think they'll beat them. Eagles suck. They win this game. Philadelphia is a tough place to play. Philadelphia is missing more people than the Seahawks. Well, okay. That's true. Today is known around the league as Black Monday, the firing of many coaches. Anyone talk about? Uh, we lost Freddie Kitchens today, which I personally believe is the smartest thing that team could have done. I mean, they were talking about not firing him for a while. But uh, I think if you fire Kitchens and you bring in a guy like McDaniels or someone that can really revolutionize that offense mm-hmm. instead of doing halfback dive, halfback dive, halfback dive, you may actually win some games. So I, I love that firing. Uh, Dan Quinn has, still has a job. I don't know about that. After 28-3, to you can never come back from that. They should have fired him right after that game. He's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Falcons have – you look at the Falcons and you're like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and you're just like, these guys shouldn't be bad. And they are. And that's when you point to the head coach, get him out of there. Yeah, I mean that I mean he should he should go. And and I think, I think go ahead, Tuck. I think he turned the team around this year. I mean, I think they're the playing guys for him. Still playing for him. The team didn't give up on him. I think think that says a lot about him as a coach and as a motivator. I think they have the talent and I think that I think next year they're gonna be a team to be reckoned with. They might be a dark horse. They might be a dark horse. Um, anybody that's getting hired that you think is going to do well, Cam? Dylan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ron Rivera, I don't think it was his fault the Panthers didn't do well this year. I think that um, whatever. That being said, I think he's probably going to the Redskins, and it makes me a little scared to be in the NFC East as a Giants fan already. I We are so bad in the worst division. And now Ron Rivera is going to come in. Dwayne Haskins, like I said last week, I think he has potential. I think he has weapons. I think the Redskins have a chance. Um, maybe give it a few years. Uh, yeah, I think he'll be good. And I think McCarthy will be good wherever he goes. That's another guy that could go to the Browns. Or that's a guy that could Panthers. go to the Panthers. 
he I mean he was always good like I said a Raj is a is a cancer to his team and a coach killer so LaFleur will probably be out of there within two years um but uh, I think he'll do well in wherever he goes to I mean Duggar any 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 notes yeah I just had a few Jason Garrett needs to be gone this needs to go was <laughs> my number one I mean that team's just, so talented I, I, I feel like everyone's been saying it, but like they've been hinting at, but they've been hinting at maybe not. And it's just infuriating that that man has a job in the NFL right He's now. gone. I think our boy Urban needs to go there, Cam. I think if Urban Meyer goes there, I'll be I'll be sad. I'll be excited. He's a big Ohio State guy. He's a me. Florida guy. He won some natties. Of course he did. Come on, Florida guy won the first one at uh, Ohio State. Um, I think. I hate the Cowboys with a passion. <laughs> I think they should get rid of Jason Garrett, and I think they should get rid of Jerry Jones. I don't think you can get th- rid of an owner. I want him to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and I think then, only then, the year after both of those two are gone, will I be okay with the Cowboys Super Bowl just to rub it in their faces that they were the problem in the first place. Fair Jerry enough. Jones is the only person, you know he's the only owner that talks to the media after games? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. He makes it all about himself. That's what it's all yeah. about. Do you know how much how annoying that is to be a head coach or a player in Dallas? I mean, he's stuck with his guy. He, everything he, that, everything he guy. says, you now have to live up to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Dill, anything? What's up with uh, Matt Patricia? They're yep. keeping him. Yep. I, the Lions are terrible. Oh, They've yeah. been terrible since he's been there. I like Matt Patricia so much, but he needs to go. Does he need to go, or do they need better coaches around him? I like I don't know anything about it. I just know they went to the Lions and they stink. Dylan, I'll give you an education on Detroit Lions football right now. They are bad. They've been bad, and they will never be good. They're they terrible. Always lose on Christmas. They, they got two on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. They got two playoff games. <laughs> they lost them both. I was thinking today. What is the worst franchise in the NFL? I'd say it's the Lions, not even the Browns, because nobody even Browns. thinks about the Lions. It's the Browns. Yeah, but the Browns, like, the Browns at been least a long... they're lovable losers. No, they the better... Lions are just like crap all the time. Okay, but the I Browns the have Browns. been a lo- <laughs> around. Exactly. Everybody roots for the Browns. Browns have been around longer and still never won a Super Bowl. Lions have never won a Super Bowl, never been to a Super Bowl. I think they have they have time. Stafford has time. I said this last week. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. However, if he starts winning playoff games and winning Super Bowls, then you can get him into the conversation. I don't. I think that's combo for another day. But back to Patricia. He needs to go. I mean, he's not it. Uh, bring Josh McDaniels in with Patricia. <laughs> Yo, low Tom Brady. <laughs> that's actually fire. Right? Uh, maybe Brady. Yeah. Did you Did you guys see the rumors of um, Josh McDaniels to the Browns? Yeah, yep. I love that. I love that. I, like I think that that's a good fit, and I think that offense needs needs some fresh blood to get it going. Um, any other coach coach stuff? Um. Matt Nagy clearly isn't as great as everyone was making him out to be last year. Yeah. I, I mean, think Vic Vangio played a much bigger role than anyone everyone thought about it. And yeah. also that the Broncos are in a much better place right now than the Bears. Yeah, I mean... I feel much more comfortable with them, and a lot of it has to do with their coaching. Like I said last week, I think Nagy has really hindered Mitch. So, Well, talk, you talk about the Broncos there. Um, I want to jump into something quick. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this I is you this is the time of year where you start thinking about the next season, and you know, thinking about if you're a team that needs a quarterback, your next guy. Uh, it could be somebody already in the league. It could be a rookie, but you know, there's a lot more serviceable backup backups. So let's talk about backups. Cam, who is a backup right now 
that you would have start for your team? So by backup, we're talking about somebody that's played half, less than half of the games this season. Yes, this sir. one jumped out at me immediately. No question, Drew Locke and the Broncos. Okay, the Broncos went 3-8 and eight without him. They had Brandon Allen, they had Joe Flacco, both stunk. Same weapons. Drew Locke comes in for the last five games of the season, goes 4-1 and one in his first five starts, and the only loss is to the Chiefs on the road. Right, he's the third Bronco ever to win four of his five first starts. First Bronco QB since John Elway, pretty big name, to win first two starts. And the Ow. first rookie in Super Bowl era to throw 300-plus yards and three touchdowns in his first road start. Okay, 4-1, and one, like I said. He's got two significant wins under there. The Texans, who are 10-6 and six in the fourth seed in the AFC. They've offense put up 38 uh, points that game. The Raiders... Talk your Raiders last week. What happened, buddy? Week 17 Raiders. They need a win. At the time, they need a win. They don't know what's going on in the rest of the league. All the games will be played at the same time. They need a win. That's all that matters. Broncos go in in there. They beat them. By one, nonetheless, but they beat them. So they have, I think they get one more weapon outside of Cortland Sutton. A little better protection. He's a top half football QB. Um, Somewhat of an early take, but... He was my favorite QB coming into the draft last year. Um, so I'm going to go with Drew Locke. I think he's going to be elite. I think he's it for the, the franchise. Um, his biggest concern coming in was that he wasn't accurate. He's got a 64% completion percentage. Um, love him. Teammates love him. Reminds me of Alex Smith back when he played a little bit yeah. in his prime. I, I'd throw. like to jump in on this one. Yeah, Trey, last week you said Drew Locke wasn't it, so I'm going to pass yeah. the torch. Yeah, no, that's a wasted take. I mean, that's what it is. That's what the show That's what the show is about. Just throw stuff out there, see what sticks. Drew Locke is going to be uh, – I don't know if he's going to be good. He's going to be serviceable. He's going to have a career. He's going to be a starter. I think he's decent. I mean, I, I clearly judged him too much after that terrible game that he had. But um, he could be the guy. I mean, why wouldn't he be? I, I, I'm surprised they didn't go to him quicker this year. I mean, they, I seem like they beat around the bush a lot. What was this, the second guy that started? Brandon it? Allen. Allen. Why Why did he ever play? No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I was wrong. I'll eat that one. I'll eat that take. You look at the – I mean, you look at the Broncos in general, and their defense is pretty good, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I think he's on. he's compatible with that, with that team. Yeah. That's just me, Drew Locke. I think he's the guy. I think he's going to be one of the best in the NFL. For uh, a couple years to come, Dylan, you, you got a backup that you want to see play a little bit? Yeah, I think this backup, he was number one. I mean, more than Drew Locke, I think, because he didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> five games, five and zero. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater for the Saints. Yeah, I mean, God. very good, given the time that he had. Um, around. 105% passer rating. I think his completion rating was above 70%. It could have been. And Michael nine TDs to two INTs. I think the interceptions were in one game. Maybe they're back-to-back games as Matt. But I think anybody in the bottom half of the league would love to have Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback, starting quarterback week one next year. So, He's also a free agent. So I have something to back this up. And, and Trey harped on it last week about Tannehill said every year there's somebody that balls out and somebody wants him and he wants a big contract like Nick Foles did two years ago and it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater we've seen it he played for the Vikings and he stunk and he came to the Saints an incredible offensive team and you know a, a, a decent team defensively as well 
Teddy Bridgewater came in to a system, Tucker, and he balled out. That's fine. I think he's going to go somewhere else, and he's going to stink. And, and he's going to stink. That. You know how much he signed for this for this year? How much, Dylan? $7 million. Okay. I mean, that was a perfect situation for him, though. That shows oh, yeah. why you need, a, you need a backup like that. I mean, no, the Saints, the Saints figured it out with him, no, no doubt. But if someone brings him on as a starter, I don't think he has. I think he, I think he's ready. I think he is. I think, I think, I think that that leg injury really, really was a big thing with him. People said they were like puking about how gross it was. Like he really, really got hurt. So I think that, I think that probably spooked him. I think he's ready for a shot, and I don't know if he even wants it though. That's my concern. Is that he seemed pretty happy being like the number two. That's why he signed there. He knew he wasn't gonna play. He'll take money. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but like it's, it's it, he'll take the money, but it's the fact that does he want to be Okay, well, guy? if he doesn't, then he's not going to be a good guy. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like if he can if he can sign a big guarantee and just play that out, like I mean his guarantee this year again was 7 million. Yeah, I mean I don't see a team I don't see If a team comes said, "Hey, here's 20 20 guaranteed uh Miami." Yeah, they say, "Here's 20 guaranteed for 2 years." I don't yeah, see, I'll take it. I don't see a team that has a good enough offense like the Saints where he can just dive into and that be is successful. But I think that he's needs good a QB. enough. I think he's good enough to. We'll see. Time I mean, I could probably huck it up to Michael Thomas. He'd make plays. So time will tell. Trey. All right. Yeah. I mean, mine is easy. Mine's uh the boat, as he's known, best of all time. <laughs> Let's uh, go. Uh, Blake Bortles. <laughs> Blake Bortles needs this. another chance, and I am a genius for this take. This is my best take of the night. Here's why. Look at seven. Look at 2017. That Jaguars team, scary. I was. They scared me. Give them a defense for confidence. They scared the hell out of me. That 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 uh, AFC Championship game was terrifying. I thought they were gonna beat us. I mean, so here here we go. 60% uh, completion percentage, uh, 3,700 yards, 21 TDs. His playoff game. This is where it matters. He has the clutch gene. He is good in the playoffs. He in three games he threw for 600 yards, three TDs. He rushed for 121 yards. You don't think of him as a as like a good rushing quarterback, but he 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 improvised. He made he made plays. <laughs> Here's why he was bad last year. The Jaguars are a dumpster fire. They are terrible. They will always be terrible. Tom Coughlin ruined them. As much as I know you love him, Cam, I hate him. But he he ruined them. Twenty five percent of player complaints to the league came from the Jaguars. The, the league league is actively saying, "Do not go play in Jacksonville." He needs a fresh start. If Bortles goes somewhere, he can put up these numbers again. I truly believe it. And he's a good guy. You know, every interview I've ever listened to him, I've liked him. He's he's great. And he it could be in L.A. because Goff doesn't seem like he might he might not be the guy. He, I think he needs McVay in his ear all the time telling him, oh, you have to throw to this guy. You have to throw to this guy. I mean, look at, look at what Belichick did to them. He broke them. He ruined them this year just by figuring out their offense. So I say Blake Bortles needs, another, needs a fresh start somewhere, and he can be a serviceable quarterback. I'll go first. You signed um, Goff to too much money. Far to too just much. give up on him after one bad year because of a Super Bowl hangover. You can't just quit on a quarterback because you paid what? How much money you pay him? You can if you stink, give sucker. up on him after the first year of that contract? No chance. Oh, this is a bit, like in the NFL, no one's going to just drop it after one year. You can if he stinks. Cam? Okay. So the first thing you touched on was the clutch gene. Um, Nick Foles also had the clutch gene. Not a great regular season guy. Well, he had the numbers here. So did Foles. Bad. Oh, no, season? he's fine. That's what I'm saying. 
Just saying the clutch gene, you know, maybe isn't everything. It matters. It matters. Okay. Moving on to Coughlin. Coughlin, I think, was a perfect fit for the Giants and the old Jaguars. Coughlin is an old man who has old strategies, and I can totally understand why Jalen Ramsey, a diva, out of Florida State, repping, but a diva nonetheless, didn't like Tom Coughlin, and I'm sure a lot of the guys looked up to Jalen Ramsey instead of Tom Coughlin. I understand the complaints. Third, I love the take. I think... Thank you. I think... Blake Bortles goes into a situation with Jalen Ramsey and the Rams, who is his old teammate, a young Rams team with a young head coach trying to, you know, start a new brand, if you want to say, of, of football. I like Bortles to the Rams. Uh, Jared Goff is terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Bortles. Uh, Tucker, uh, if this is an RG3, I'm going to be upset. It's not. It's not. So um... Damn it. Here's the thing. If I'm an NFL coach right now, I'm not looking. I'm looking at what the Ravens are doing and saying, wow, all you need at QB now is an athlete. You don't need a real quarterback. So I'm thinking, who's the best athlete that can kind of throw the ball? I'm taking Taysom Hill. I'm taking Taysom Hill over anyone in the league right now. The man's durable. He's fast. He's shifty. He's got the whole package. I don't know why this man's not signed to a max deal. Because he can't throw. That's why. Next. Oh. No one. No one. I don't think anyone agrees with. No, that. we don't want. To, we don't even actually want to discuss it. We, we decided. I'm, I'm gonna wait for t- Twitter can take that one over. Okay. Yeah, we'll let Twitter decide that one. We'll put out a tweet for you. <laughs> All right. Um. So. However, what you talk about next, I'm I'm totally on your side for. If you want to go into that. There are a lot of teams that didn't make the playoffs this year. Uh, that maybe could have, should have. I don't know. Might do it next year. Might. So your best team that didn't make the playoffs or will next year, Cam? No, nah, go to Tucker. I'm Tucker, you didn't shoot. get much to go say away. last time. Yeah, we, we, we are screwing you over here on this episode. I mean, you are on Skype, but here you go. Here's your time to shine. Tucker? Did we lose him? <laughs> we might have lost him. <laughs> uh, no, oh, you oh, just – Oh, he's back. I'm back. Oh, okay. he's back. Hi, All right. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll edit that out. I'm glad that you can No, we're keeping it in. All right, Tucker, um, go ahead. All right. The clear choice here is the Buccaneers. I mean, you got two Pro Bowl wide receivers in Godwin and Edward Evans. You got a great defensive line, and you got a quarterback that's just a little bit of brains away from being a top quarterback. <laughs> I love it. In the NFL. Maybe eyes, too. <laughs> I mean, outside of his turnovers, Jameis Winston has all the stats to back up that he should be an all-pro quarterback. I mean, I don't. I'm very excited to see how his future turns out because it's going to go one of two ways: either he's going to turn into the future of the NFL, or he's going to be an absolute waste of money. I mean, he's, he's a gunslinger. Get paid this year, regardless. Yeah, I mean, he, he said today. He said, if I eliminate the turnovers, you know, I'm balling. I'm going to be the best. I mean, that's the confidence you want to see out of your quarterback, right? Yeah, no, he is I'm funny to watch. <laughs> I want to compare. I compared him last episode to Eli, but I think he's better than Eli in the fact that he throws for more touchdowns, but worse that he throws for more interceptions somehow. And I really can't figure him out. But I think he might win a Super Bowl. <laughs> look at the bucking, Look at this. I compared him to the, the 2007 Giants. Okay, Michael Strahan, Osu Minora on that defensive line. 
Vita Vea, Shaq Barrett, and Dominican Sue on that defensive line. If they can figure out the turnovers and they can figure out the defensive back situation, I don't even think they need a running back. Mod Is Brad going to be there next year? I don't know. I don't know about that. Regardless, they got a very good defensive line. Their running back situation, Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber, I don't think – I think they're good enough that if they combine for 1,500 yards, they'll be fine. I think the Buccaneers are going to be good. I like that take. I – the thing is with Jameis is if you take away Evans and Godwin and those good receivers, I think he's awful. Oh yeah, he throws and, jump balls. Well, he's like, here, go get it. Too. It's the same ball that Cam used to uh, throw to me in high school. The jump ball, go get it. I mean, All right, well. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, maybe they could do something. Duh. I don't know. Like shoot or shoot. So exactly. Yeah. You can't score if you don't shoot. Well, so. he's. I mean, Jameis has taken some shots in the past. I don't hate he it. Shouldn't have. I don't hate Dylan, it. Dylan, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Dylan, who do you think? <laughs> Dylan, who do you think? Who you think is gonna shoot? Who shoot what? Who's your, who's your team next year that could uh, you think? make a push? Or who should have made it this year? Although the Cowboys suck, I think they still should have made it. They had, they had a lot more potential than what they ended up at, but they were the they were one of three teams with a positive points for versus points against that didn't make the playoffs. They were sixth in the league in scoring. And they were like 11th in the league in letting up points. Dylan's showing out this week after a quiet week <laughs> one. He's got the stats. Let's I go. do. They're written right I here in my notes. <laughs> they beat one team with a positive record, too, maybe. Yeah, but six out of their eight losses were by one score or less. All they had to do was win one more game, and they would have made the playoffs. Or if they beat the the Eagles in week whatever the heck that was, like 16, they would have made it. I mean – Ten I, of the Chargers' losses were one score or less. This is the right. This is the right answer to this question. It's the Cowboys. It's because their roster is so gosh darn talented. They're so good, but their coaching is miserable. Garrett is awful. I I you watch if you watch him on the sidelines, like they like take like they t- they do the coach you know the co- the head coach shots. He's never speaking. He's standing there silently the entire time. He claps and he slaps butt. <laughs> He's awful. You need to get him out of here, like Cam said earlier. The Cowboys are a good team. Look at that team. I mean, so good, dude. I know That's... Tucker said Dak stinks last week, but I think Dak's serviceable. I think he can win games. He can make it happen. And you got Zeke. Zeke's a stud. I mean, and you got a great offensive line. You have a decent defense. You have a good off, good defensive line. And you got Leighton. Uh, he's a stud. Um, Sean Lee. Uh, no, Sean Lee's washed. He stinks. Right. But um, the Cowboys Sean is the Lee right will answer. Never be healthy. The Cowboys is. Is the right answer. I agree with you, Dylan. Um, they need they need a new coach. That's it. Who else needs a new coach that could be good? Uh, that is actually, yeah, that's a good segue to my team. This is the most basic pick in the world, but the Browns. The Browns, obviously, uh, underachieved this year with all the hype they had. And I think it comes down to uh, Freddie Kitchens. He was terrible. His play calling was terrible. Like I said earlier, they need a guy to come in like Josh McDaniels. So here's my stipulation with the Browns is, Obviously, the Browns are always going to stink. I don't think Baker's that good. Uh, I think that this year proved it to you. But I think if they hold on to Odell, they don't do something stupid and trade him or let him walk. you got to hold on to him. Hold him to his deal. I think if you hold on to him, you sign a couple extra pieces. Chubb is a stud. I mean, And Kareem Hunt. Yes. That's the best Kareem running back. Kareem Hunt's not going to stay there. That's Okay, but that's the best running back in the duo in the league, and they could have been Nobody, insane. I didn't hear a peep out of Kareem Hunt this year. He did all right. I didn't hear a peep. Late in the them. season, that's the reason Chubb didn't win the rushing guy. title. I mean, came back. It, 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 it's it's ridiculous. I mean, this team will forever be bad. I don't know why I'm saying 
I'm picking them to go to the playoffs. But I think if you get a decent head coach in there, a guy like McDaniels who knows how to win, who's been in a place that knows how to win for a while, who can draw up an offense, even though this year he's done terribly drawing up offenses. Um, if you can bring him in, I think your team can actually do pretty darn well. So um, my pick's the Browns. I know it's a basic pick, but uh, that's it. Well, I'll so, tell you um, why they're bad. It's because they're brown, and that's the color of poop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good take. That's a good take. I don't that's need not that. too bad. Yeah, I, I honestly just think that Baker Mayfield has not gotten nearly enough uh, shit for what he's done this year. That's I mean, fair. That's fair. He hasn't been a good quarterback. He's thrown... I mean, you've got all the talent in the world Baker there. Baker Mayfield with a great, as good of, I mean, as uh, Jameis Winston with an incredible receiving core and even better running back than he had. I mean, you had all the pieces there to make a playoff push. And I think it, a lot of it comes down on Freddie, but a lot of it comes down on Baker, too, for just missing passes. Yeah, Tucker, if I'm going to say two things and just segue into my thing. Um, the fact that you're saying Baker doesn't get enough you know, um, black. Yeah. Uh, I think his fans there we go. flipping him off and screaming at him, walking out of the tunnel. I think that kind of shows that they don't love the commercials. Uh, uh, I was going to bring that up. Damn it. <laughs> I was literally cutting out of my mouth. You, you brought, you, uh, when you, Cam texted us all before the games on uh, Sunday and said, what's your take of the week, you know, for these games. And I almost said, Bengals over Browns. I almost said it, but I didn't. Would have been fine with it. I mean, damn. I missed uh-huh. that one. Um, just quick, going back to my Drew Locke take. Um, one of the, one non-playoff team this year that I think really is going to step it up next year is the Broncos. This defense is really good. Von Miller is still elite. You're a Broncos homer, bro. Shout out Danny Griffin. Uh, second favorite team. Fun fact. Um, they're 10th in points allowed, 12th yard in yards allowed. Uh, sorry. Yeah, 10th in points allowed, 12th in yards allowed. Um, when your offense struggles for three-fourths of the season like they did, like how bad the Broncos' offense was, like seriously so bad. I can't harp on that enough. It's tough to still have a good defense, and the Patriots are an example of how they did that. <laughs> I don't know if I was going to play out for the long run, but um, – <laughs> So Drew Locks, Drew Lock, like I said, is elite. He's gonna have it. Cortland Sutton is impressive. Noah Font, tight end. I like him. Yeah. I think he's top fifteen yeah. tight end in the league. At least he's gonna be. Never heard of him. Yeah, well. I mean they could. I think, they could. Hold on. I got Philip Lindsay. I love Philip Lindsay. I, I think don't. he's little, and I think Royce Freeman is a good is a good guy to have by his side. Reminds me of like a Ray Rice, Willis McGahee type deal going on. Not maybe not as good, but I don't know. We'll get there. You know my little guy bias. I I don't I don't like little um, guys in the league. Broncos make playoff next year. They're not going to win the division, but they're a wild card team. I like it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about that team. I feel like they kind of fell off the yeah, year they after did. Peyton retired. They so. did, and I think they deserve a comeback. I like the city. I love John Elway. I mean, so. I mean, Trevor Simeon, Simeon he's a... Uh, Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon. He was the guy, right? All right. Um, um, okay, so obviously, playoffs. Playoff time. Here we go. Um, let's go around. We'll start with the Saturday games, I guess. Bills-Texans. Uh, Tucker, any opinion on the Bills-Texans? What do you got? I personally have the Texans in this game. I think this game is basically a coin flip game. I could see it going either way, and I could see it getting blown out either way. I mean, the Texans have been streaky, but when they're good, they're good. I like them as the team with more talent than the Bills do, I think. They might not have 
I think J.J. Watt's coming back this week, which is a huge piece of that defense. And then you have just more pieces on offense, and the Bills have. Cam? Um, Texans by, like, two or three. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, like 2017 or something. Um, Dylan? I think the Texans are... Like Tuck said, a very streaky team, and I think they have all of the weapons probably better than the Bills, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills won this game. They got good defense, and their quarterbacks, all right, but um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Tuck and Cam here, Texans on this one, by like a score. I am going with my heart. Even though they're AFC East, I love the Bills. I love the Bills to death. I love their fans. They're just like little brother to me, but um, I'm going to go ahead and say Bills. Just because I think they're scrappy, I think they want it. Um, I think the Texans, like I said last week, can lay an egg. They can have that bad game. Uh, JJ Watt's not going to make a difference. He's always hurt. He'll probably get hurt in this game. So uh, I got Bills by ten points. I think Trey White might be the best corner in the league. All right, probably <laughs> after last week. Yeah. Uh, game game two on Saturday, the game that really matters, the Patriots Titans. I guess I'll start with this one. Um, I'm scared. I'm very frightened. Uh, <laughs> the Titans, I. Uh, the Patriots have been shown to be able to be run upon. Derrick Henry scares me. He's going to haunt me in my dreams for the rest of the week. Uh, Tannehill, the Tannehill take I had is going to come back to bite me in the ass. But um, I'm going to go Patriots. I just think, you know, wildcard round, they can get it done, especially at home. I'll go Patriots by seven. It's going to be a close game. Maybe four. Four. Patriots by four. That's what my final. Tucker, what do you think? Um, so this game's going to kill me. Number one, I'm going to be flying for the entirety of this game. I did that during the Ravens game. It was awful. So, good luck. Yeah. Um, But I think this game goes one of two ways. Either this lights a fire into the Patriots' ass, and the Patriots come out, guns a-blazing, drops a ton of points, just go back to the old Patriots' way, or the Titans just run them over. I I mean, I don't think the Patriots D-line has done great against strong rushers this year. And Derrick Henry is one of the scariest people I think the Patriots will ever have to go up against just because that guy's just, I don't, I wouldn't want to tackle him. And I'm not sure it's going to be easy for the Patriots to do so. So I think either the Patriots blow him out or the Titans win it close. So you got, but I'm going to say oh. Patriots blow him out because I'm past them. boy, <laughs> Cameron, the hater. Here we go. Not Tell me the how hate. the Titans are going to win. Tell me. Uh, not the hater. <laughs> I actually predicted this last week, not knowing that they're going to play the Patriots, but I could not ask for a better situation. <laughs> Once I realized last week they had to play the Chiefs at Arrowhead, I was pretty I was pretty concerned, actually, but I had to go with it. Now they get to play the, the fake Pats. Um, I'm going to cry. Titans offense is like... I've never seen him so on fire. Patriots defense not looking hot. Patriots offense not looking hot. Titans defense doing whatever they need to do. They won last week against the Texans. Um, I got Titans by 13. All right, Dylan, please tell me why I should not be scared. <laughs> I think uh, I think the Pats are going to come out, like Tuck said, guns a-blazing. I think they're going to throw everything that they have at this team, which is not very good. The team's not very good. But I think... The Pats are going to go too hard to the point where they're going to tire themselves out too much, and then they're going to lose in the next round. So that's my take. Yeah, I don't have the Patriots winning the next round. Um, okay, um, so Viking Saints. Um, Dylan, want to start this one off? 
I don't know more than two people on the Vikings, and I like Drew Brees, so go Saints. Done. Um, obviously, you know my take on the Vikings. Uh, they stink. They're Like I said, they will not win a playoff game. They are terrible. Kirk Cousins is horrible. Uh, Drew Brees, um, love him. Favorite non-Patriot. Favorite non-Patriot. So I'm rooting hard for the Saints. Saints in a route. Tucker? Um, I'd love to say the Vikings. I got a few things. They're more rested. I... Uh, but that's all I could think of, really. I tried to convince myself okay. into them. I mean, I think the Saints are playing better than anyone in the NFL right now. They have just so many weapons, and Kamara's getting it together right now. I mean, he's been playing out of his mind in the last two weeks. I just I don't think there's a team in this playoffs better than them. All right, Cam? Saints by 50, and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I think Drew Brees might put up 60 points, and maybe they'll let up 10. Uh, Hawks-Eagles. Hawks, Eagles. Uh, you want to start, Cam? Yeah, I got the Seahawks. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a close game. Uh, Seahawks. Pete Carroll's lost two straight now. I don't think he's going to lose three. Although I said that he lost one, lost lost one, and I didn't think he was gonna win. Lost lose. We're gonna edit this. Part Cam out. always has to have his late late episode slip ups. He had one last week. He he needs one this week. All right, I got uh I got Seahawks by like six. Dylan. I don't think the Eagles are very good this year. I'm going Seahawks by one point. I am sticking with my take last week. This is the battle of conflicting takes for me because I had the the Hawks in the bowl and I had the Eagles winning a game or the NFC East winning a game. (laughs) I'm sticking with the Eagles. I want to see batteries raining down on top of Russell Wilson's head. I love Philly fans. Actually, I hate them. What am I saying? I hate them. But the, I, I respect them is what it is. I respect them. I think that place is going to be hopping. I think it's going to give them the boost they need. They're a scrappy team. You know, uh, they're underdogs just like Rocky. So uh, go Eagles, baby. Tucker? Yeah, uh, I've already brought this up in the pod. Um, Eagles win this game. I don't Let's think go. the Seahawks are good anymore. I think they're the worst team in the playoffs right now. So, yeah, I'm – I mean, that entire team is Russell Wilson, and I just don't think he has enough in the tank to take down this team. All right, there we go. Um, I'm going to actually – I'm going to listen to this again and write down our takes, our, our picks, and uh, see who did the best. Um, all right, so um, closing thoughts, anybody? Uh, I'd like to start with the college football playoff. We've got uh, LSU and Clemson. Cam and I watched the game at the bar, uh, the Ohio State game. Cam is an Ohio State fan. Uh, would you like to explain that loss, Cam? I would love to. Just, Justin Fields. Stinks. How's it going? If you're listening to this, <laughs> um, with 12 minutes left in the game, Ohio State goes up two points. Two points. You know, if it's 22, it's one thing. With 12 minutes left in the game, the Ohio State Buckeyes out of Columbus, Ohio, Justin Fields comes off the field after throwing a touchdown, going up two points, and he says he has ice in his veins. He says, I got ice in my veins, and he does the thing where he puts his fingers on his wrist as if he has ice in his veins, and he does not. That is a banana land move. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know much about college football. I just kind of watch here and there, but I got LSU winning. Uh, Cam and I, I think we have some money on it. Are we honoring yeah. that? Just give me one sec. I'm not done with the whole oh, you're not done. oh, go ahead. No, okay. Please, be my guest. So at that point, he does the ice in his veins thing. It's over. Okay? All right. They had a chance to come back at the end. Clemson's going to score. Of course they're going to score. There's 12 minutes left. It's Clemson. They give Dobbins the ball every single time. 
Give him the ball every time on that drive. They give it to him three times. Goes for great yards, probably 50, 50 yards or so on three plays. Maybe, maybe less. I don't know. You throw it out the window at the end. You go for the end zone when you didn't need to. Keep giving Dobbins the ball. I'm not sure what that route was supposed to be. It looked like he was on a seam, and he just broke left, and they threw right, and it was a miscommunication. You can't afford miscommunications at the end of a football game like that. You give the ball to Dobbins, he scores. He takes down the defending champ, and he takes Trevor Lawrence's girlfriends to the Superdome. <laughs> I got money on it, though. Go Clemson. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Tucker, who you got in the, the natty? I'm really torn on this. I mean, I was hoping for Ohio State LSU. I mean, I got to go with LSU in that game. The way they beat Oklahoma was embarrassing. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. Just, it was like watching, like, a team that wasn't, I mean, it was like watching a regular season game early season when all the top teams were playing garbage. It, they, there was just no game. Yeah. It's, it was, it was, it was something bad. I've never seen before. Yep, yep. Um, Dylan, do you know anything about this game? No. Do you like purple tigers or orange tigers more? Which one? Uh, like wait, Clemson has real. purple. Orange? All right. He's orange Clemson. or yellow? No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, he can't see that. What are, that? <laughs> yeah, t- uh, you're I am, colorblind. I am so. colorblind. So. so who you got, Clemson or LSU? Just give me one. You're going to be... Clemson. You got a like 50-50 shot. I like Clemson. it. We got two right. LSU, We got a split con- Go Cats. podcast. All right, so... Um, I'd like to close with a little bit of New Year's talk. We're coming up on 2020, new decade. Um, Cam, you hit me with a fire-wasted take at the bar the other night. Hit me with that. Final round, let's go. Final round. All right, so last round of the night, I'll buy him. I don't think the ball's dropping this year. (laughs) It could happen. It could happen. (laughs) Imagine this. Little kid out of western Massachusetts. Not little kid, sorry. (laughs) What's a little kid? A guy out of Western Massachusetts <laughs> on a podcast called Wasted Takes says the ball's not dropping this year, and it doesn't happen. We blow up. We, we do blow, blow up. We blow up every yeah, week. <laughs> all over. I mean, that's, you got it. You got like like Dylan said earlier, shoot or shoot. That's been the under. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wish. I wonder if there's a prop bet on that because I'd like to maybe put some I'm money on sure, that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a few years ago it actually stuttered a little bit at the beginning. I don't think it's dropping but at all. I, and yeah, t- you can't stop time. <laughs> you can't stop time. So if you're a second late. That's it. Tucker, ball dropping this year, yes or no? I I mean, if I was a betting man, I would have gotten the ball not dropping. No, I'm 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 you are a betting man, too. <laughs> Tucker, you got to find that prop and send it to me. All right. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it right now. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up. What do you guys got? Two. What? Ball dropping or no? I mean, yeah, it's going to drop. It's going to freaking drop. <laughs> it's going to drop. I, I would love to see it not, though. I'll give you that. So I think that wraps up episode two, boys. Like I said, didn't think we'd get this far, but we're here, and I'm, I'm honored to be with you guys again. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for getting wasted with us. Um, reach out on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, reach out to us personally if you know us. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we need to do better. We're trying to get better every week, just like a pro football team. Don't get better at getting worse. Exactly. So uh, let us know, guys. Thank you uh, again, and uh, see you guys next week. See ya. See ya.